Hello and happy Thanksgiving to all you jive turkeys out there. This, of course, is the Gin and Thomas Thanksgiving Day special. And, uh, you know, on this day, we we really take the time to give thanks and appreciate what we have. And I'm especially thankful for this illustrious guest we have today, uh, Brandon Churchill, a very special guest, might I say. So, Brandon, uh, welcome to the show. How you doing? Good. How are you, Thomas? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, so yeah, like I said, this is our uh, uh, Thanksgiving holiday special. Do you uh, have any feelings about such a holiday? Thankful for you, Thomas. Oh, I'm thankful to have you here. And so for those of you at home, this is, of course, the show where we share a drink with friends. And that drink uh, today that we're going to be doing... Sorry, we're just rolling right into it. Please. Uh, it's the Apple Blossom Cocktail. Ooh. And I got this off of a website... Uh, let me bring it up here, but it's not um, it's not a drink that's commonly. It, there's not like the apple blossom cocktail. Gotcha. Like gotcha. that's what this website is making it. And if you just Google apple blossom cocktail, it doesn't really just uh, like it, it comes up as like three separate things. So we're doing this uh, Difford's guide, and it is equal parts uh, Calvados, which is like an apple brandy. And uh, a Rosso vermouth, which is kind of like a sweet vermouth. And then two dashes of orange bitters. And then you stir that uh, and then uh, stir it with ice and then strain it into a chilled glass. Wait a second. So we're doing a sip of brandy? We're doing a sip of brandy today. And I know that uh, I'm kind of going against myself here with the apples. But, uh, you know, it's fall. The leaves are changing. Apple cider is all thrown about. Apple pie apple pie and this is just a great season for apples even if i'm not the biggest apple lover so the uh, constituent parts of our drink here is a uh, Bernaroy calvados which again is like an apple brandy and, and I'll, I'll get more into what these are after we get into the drink review sure. but this is a vsop vasop vasop it's a vasop and it's a product of france we know how you feel about them and so which uh which one is in the sample here uh this one i don't know i think that's the vermouth i think you're right so we're having our little sample here pretty smooth i think it smells more like apples yeah it smells more like apples than it tastes but it's kind of like you know a brandy cognac type taste um i don't know not really too much to it it's just like a brandy with a little bit of apple i agree i agree with that and then here, this Rosso vermouth, it's a, a little bit of different than a sweet vermouth, but again, we're going to get into that, so let's have our little taste of this as well. And so to me, Ooh. this is a smoother and sweeter vermouth. Like this is, I wouldn't, because it would end up being too much, but this is something I can like drink. sip a little more. Yeah, but yeah but this is a Bordiga Vermouth di Torino Rosso, and it has this cool guy on a camel in the desert. Yeah, I really I, like this. I like it a lot too. And I, to your point, yeah, this is something that you could drink mm-hmm. and not like. Yeah. Like a lot of um, vermouth is kind of biting. Yeah, I mean, well, because there's the dry vermouth and sweet vermouth. So this is, to me at least, this is tasting like a sweeter sweet vermouth. Sure. But I do agree that even the sweet vermouth has a little bit of a because it's kind of like a wine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're like these fortified wines. Yeah. And so. uh I don't really feel like this tastes like a wine. I agree. But yeah, I, like it. I like it a lot. That's great. Yeah, so I'm excited to see how it blends together here. So let's uh, 
have our first official taste. Oh, and we've also garnished with an apple today. Very nice of Brandon to uh, construct our drinks. Yeah. Okay. I really like this. Um, to me, it's tasting very similar to a Corpse Survivor number one. I don't know if you've ever had that. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, but that's made with Calvados, Cognac, and okay. some sweet vermouth. So yeah, this so is very, very similar. similar. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just a little less bitey, a little less boozy, but very similar. And this is all booze, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think it's like a a sweeter Negroni almost. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it makes sense. I don't think I agree with you. Okay. But I know what you're trying to say. I don't, I'm just not, because that has like the gin... And all of that. Oh, I just mean taste-wise. Yeah. Um, it's, got, it's got similar uh, flavor profile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sweet vermouth especially. Yeah. But the thing is, is with our little sample here, this Calvados gives me some burn. Yeah. This moves that right out. Oh, yeah, yeah, For sure. Yeah, so what's... I think mixing with that vermouth. So let's get into a little bit of the Calvados here. And so uh, Calvados is a brandy from Normandy in France made from apples and slash or pears. And its production, uh, Calvados is distilled from cider made from specifically grown and selected apples from over 200 named varieties. It is not uncommon for a Calvados product to use over 100 specific varieties of apples, which are either sweet, tart, or bitter. Uh, The fruit is harvested and pressed into a juice that is fermented into a dry cider. It is then distilled into... E I don't speak French. Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, after two or three years in a- aging in oak casks, it can be sold as Calvados. The longer it is aged, the smoother the drink becomes. Hmm. Yeah. So really, it's just um, you know, just like with any of these things, with like its uh, uh, designation of origin and stuff like that. It's right. It it's a brandy, and then it's made with these very specific things. And so. Um, with the vermouth here, uh, and so with the vermouth, I was a little mistaken. So according to this on liquor.com, sweet vermouth is also called Rosso vermouth, depending on, I don't know if that's universal. I'll have to do a little more research on that. Sorry, we're doing it a little bit on the fly today. I didn't have my notebook with me. Mm. Uh, so according to liquor.com, sweet vermouth, known for its inclusion in the Manhattan and Negroni, sweet vermouth is richer and often has a rosy or ruddy hue, as well as a flavor profile that can vary from earthy to fruity to herbaceous or spiced. Although it is sometimes referred to as red or rosso vermouth, sweet vermouth is typically made with a white wine base and receives its color from uh, and receives its color from caramelized sugar or caramel coloring. Although the sweet vermouth has a sugar content of at least 130 grams per liter in the EU, Ugh, gross. Hmm. Uh, anyway, sweet doesn't necessarily mean the vermouth will taste sugary. Several sweet vermouths have a, have much less sugar than some blancos I use, says Wyatt. And Wyatt is uh, the guy that wrote this. Oh. Yeah. But then this uh, Vermouth de, uh, de, de Torino, that is a region. So a uh, robust, relatively sweet Vermouth de Torino pays homage to the grapes of Italy's uh, Piedmont uh, region, notably Moscato. Today, this expression is protected by the geographical indication, parentheses GI, uh, bottles with the label Vermouth uh, di Torino must be made with a base of one or more Italian wines in the uh, Piedmont region, which can vary in color and sweetness, although they are often red. But I really like this label. I uh, I said it earlier, like this label is making me want to uh, read 
um, the alchemist again, you mm-hmm. know, cause it's like takes place in Egypt and really cool. But anyway, Brandon, what are we thinking about this drink? Let me get another sip. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for all that rambling, everyone. I wanted us to have a little, little time to appreciate it. It's very good. It's a very good sipper. And, and, again, and for the amount of booze that's in it, I don't, I don't feel like there's, it's very boozy. I feel like, and nothing against this, uh, Burneroy, I feel like maybe a higher quality, uh, Calvados would be better for this. Like if I was just mixing a cocktail and like this was one of the parts, but since this is like a main player, yeah, I feel like maybe I should have like. Maybe not a sweeter, but something a little more apple-y. Yeah, something, you know what I mean? You know, that could be showcased with yeah. the vermouth. But this vermouth, I think, was a really good pick because it so is too. really, really smoothing out the drink here. So do you have any kind of rating, do you think, so far? I'm not sure where I'm at yet. I think I will give it an eight-pack of LaCroix. Mm, that's a good rating, I hope. Uh, we've been drinking a lot of LaCroix here lately. I've gotten branded onto the LaCroix chain. Um, I don't know. If you guys uh, go go onto the Instagram, I've been doing these uh, kind of drink reviews of cocktails I've been getting at bars. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of these like 7.5s lately. But mm. I feel like I'm going to give this a 7.5 out of 8. Or no, 7.5 <laughs> out of 10 blue agaves. Because it's good. I feel like I've been running into a lot of like, it's good, but I'm not like, holy You're not blown shit. Away. It's no Ward 8. It's no Ward 8, and it's no Ward 8, and I don't know. I just, the more that we, like, try these different things, the more I find my standards going up. Oh, yeah. But it's really cool. I have just been really, like, forcing myself to try new and different yeah. drinks. Because if I'm at a bar, I'm like, and it, and it's not even something that I probably would have found to do on the show anyway. Yeah. Like, when I was in uh, Arizona, which I, I was there a couple weeks ago, there was this drink i had it's called like i only smoke when i drink and it was really cool uh but they used tobacco bitters in it and the drinking it and smelling it it really kind of gave you the feeling of smoking a cigar Mm. like it kind of gave you that taste yeah i even said like oh it has this like cigar smoke taste in parentheses which is a good thing right but that was really cool so anyway that one was good but yeah no i don't know been i've been branching out lately you know what I mean? Because even though that. we weren't really active on the podcast, I was like, I still want to be out reviewing some drinks. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got that really good uh, cocktail bar down here in Soulard now that is pretty new. Oh, Calypso? Yeah. and Yeah, we I, I put their Negroni on there. It was pretty good. It's very hard for me to or- not order the Negroni there because like, it's so good. Yeah, it is really good. But anyway, um, we have a little bit of a lurker in the studio today. Uh, Danielle. Danielle, would you like to give us your thoughts on uh, on the drink and how you would like to rate it, the ham whore as she has coined herself. Um, I really like it. I think it tastes like a sophisticated fall drink, and it tastes a little bit too mature for me. But not what <laughs> nothing. Um, but I feel like I'm approaching the age where I could enjoy it someday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I'm going to give it a six out of ten hams. <laughs> you heard it from the ham whore herself. Wait, so when you say mature, you're saying like this is like an old people drink? 
Um, I just feel like it's an adult drink and you're like a kid that broke into their parents' liquor for the first time thinking that you're going to get something really good and then you're like, Egh. Yeah, yeah. Or, but, but, uh, but, but, but <laughs> it has a good flavor to it. So I feel like I also like it at the same time. It's just strong for me. It's not my fruity, like, girly drinks that taste like juice. I could also imagine maybe you're like all at the dinner table and they'll be like, you know what, Brandon, uh, you're becoming a man. So we're going to let you have a drink with us at dinner tonight. Right. And this is what you get stuck with, which I think this, and like you said, it's kind of this, I think it's a good fall drink. I think so. Because, because of the apple. Um, and that's the thing. And the apple isn't overpowering. And I have like my huge fit about apples, but that's more about like apple marketing over the last like 200 <laughs> years. So it's not like right. against apples themselves. Um, but I think it's good. I actually think you could be a little more, more forward with the apple. I agree. I think that would give it a, a, a different dynamic. It would, it would add to the, uh, yeah. And, and this recipe, it called for like Calvados or Applejack or like apple brandy. So you could go and get something with a stronger flavor, but we, we like to be a little sophisticated here. Like Danielle said, it's a bit right. of a sophisticated bevy. Yeah. I enjoy it. But anyway, Brandon, like I had said, it is Thanksgiving. And so American Thanksgiving, uh, for you know those of you listening in Canada, it's coming in about a month late. So I'm going to give us a little bit of background on the uh, on the holiday for our fans out in Belgium. Um, so uh, Thanksgiving is a federal holiday in the United States celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. It is sometimes called American Thanksgiving outside of the United States, to distinguish it from the Canadian holiday of the same name and related celebrations in other regions. It originated as a day of Thanksgiving and Harvest Festival, with the name of the holiday revolving around giving thanks and the centerpiece of the Thanksgiving celebrations remaining a Thanksgiving dinner. The dinner traditionally consists of indigenous cuisine of the Americas, turkey, potatoes, squash, corn, green beans, cranberries, and pumpkin pie. Although, Brandon, if I am being honest... I'm not really a big fan of, like, half of that. You like pumpkin pie, though? No, 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 I don't, actually. What the fuck is wrong so with you? So I like the turkey, the potatoes, sometimes corn, and cranberries. I love, cranberries like, the potatoes with off. gravy. Oh, I love cranberries. But, like, green beans are cool, but we kind of got into this earlier. I don't love green bean casserole. Yeah, overrated. I don't really eat squash, and I hate sweet potatoes. Don't like squash, don't like sweet potatoes. I'm with you on that. But... Uh, pumpkin pie is good, so I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't just, know where I mean, you I don't like. I don't like dislike it. I just don't like eat it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get it. No, I do dislike it. I just don't like hate it. Oh, <sighs> damn, this is good. I only have this like little like something caught in my throat, but that is like soothing me. Hmm. Our drink is. I don't know. I might bump it up to a seven point seven five. If oh. I'm being honest. Oh. Um. But anyway, more about Thanksgiving here. Other Thanksgiving customs include charitable organizations offering Thanksgiving dinner for the poor, attending religious services, and watching television events such as Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and NFL football games. Thanksgiving is regarded as the beginning of the Christmas and holiday season, which is uh, very unpopular in the Churchill household. We all know how Danielle feels about the holiday season. Um, <laughs> with the day following it, Black Friday being the busiest shopping day of the year in the United States. But True. yeah, Thanksgiving for a long time like was my favorite holiday. Uh, right now it's 4th of July, but uh, my dad's birthday is near Thanksgiving, so it's a bit oh. of a family event, you know? And, Happy birthday, Pops. Yeah, and uh, my grandmother remarried 
before I was born. So it's like all of her family and all of his family got together for Thanksgiving. So it was this like giant holiday. Oh. You know what I mean? So I have a lot of really good uh, memories with that. But I was a, I was a Thanksgiving ham kind of guy, if I'm being honest. I know that's Ham-hor? a bit of... I, uh, yeah. Not not like someone else we know, but I, I'm, I'm a little bit of a ham whore on Thanksgiving. Not a turkey guy? I don't mind it. Um, eating apple. Thomas cut this. He's gonna bug the fuck yeah. out of me. I don't. I don't mind turkey. I, I don't not eat it, but I, I just like a, a nice glazed ham. Yeah, I mean, the, with the mashed good. potatoes and ham is good. Yeah. Um, although last year, I don't know if we talked about this. Last year, I did a like a bourbon marinated turkey. That sounds nice. I normally oh just do like God. a salt brine. They were. It was good. It was. Really good. It was. It was really and very juicy and moist that sounds nice oh it was delicious i uh i am having i i have a cousin that lives here in st louis i had thanksgiving with them last year and they are <clears throat> odd ducks i would say sure not like bad just weird yeah <laughs> um you'll have that yeah and so i'm having thanksgiving with them again this year because they're my nearest family but you know, unfortunately, we're missing out on the Friendsgiving this year, which yeah. we didn't really, we didn't have a Thanksgiving episode last year. I don't think we, not a holiday special by any means, but Friendsgiving was a lot of fun. It was. Um, so yeah. it's good getting together with the people you love, which is what the holiday is all about. That's right. But uh, I don't know, Brandon, like what, what, how do you like to, how do, not how do you like, how do you generally celebrate your Thanksgivings? I mean, it's really pretty simple, just having family over at my parents house and eating turkey and all the fixings nothing spectacular uh falling asleep after the meal watching football and and you know same thing that's how it goes i mean i feel like most thanksgivings are very similar and i I certainly haven't done anything to make mine special but the one thing that i hate about thanksgiving is when someone's like Let's all go around the table and say what we're thankful for. And everyone gives, Gag. like, the same answers. I'm thankful for my, my family, family and my friends. You know, my and family I'm just like, and God. friends and our health. But I don't know. And then it's just like, oh, what are, like, different things I could say to be interesting? But then you're just like, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to maybe. Thankful for that bomb-ass car I got out back. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be cool. I think maybe, like, going forward it'd be. I mean, I don't want to say this to be, like, be pretentious and annoying but it'd be like i don't know i feel like we should expand what we're thankful for maybe being like i'm thankful for the challenges that have made me stronger i'm thankful for i don't know do you know what i mean like things I, like I that i hear you and it does sound pretentious yeah like I know you you're can't not trying to it, be but I, I, like you can't really yeah. say that at the dinner because people are gonna be like oh god yeah but thomas again Jesus i know Christ. but every year i don't know like challenge. i feel like <laughs> because i also feel like just in general as people maybe we should expand what we are thankful for yeah you know because there's a there's this like grow like there's this thing it's called like amor fati it means like love fate and some i think anderson cooper was interviewing like stephen colbert and he's like oh i love everything that happened to me like even the bad stuff because that all contributes to the life i have kind of thing right and i feel like just generally as a culture we should embrace the suck yeah embrace the suck and just be like grateful for yeah grateful and then it's just because it's like your life is like a whole painting you know what i mean like everything sets up the scene that is you the happy accident of the shrub 
Yeah, exactly. And so, I don't know. And ba- oftentimes, bad things lead to good things. True. I don't know. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. I get it. This guy gets it. On the topic of football yes. on Thanksgiving, we did just watch the Bills win. Yeah, so we, Bills. We are, we're a little bit ahead here. Uh, we watched our two... They're not even our teams anymore because I'm ready to ditch them. But we watched the Steelers and Bears lose, which Kenny Pickett sucks. If you're listening, I'm sorry, but sorry, come on, Kenny. Come on. <laughs> come I mean, on. you can throw a ball better than I can. Yeah, true. But no, we uh, we watched the Bills win in very convincing fashion, and it's just to like, be fair, they were playing the Jets. Well, yeah, but, but it's still like wow, like that's what a real NFL team can do. Right. They can go up and down the field, and the 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 Jets were moving the ball. They were just like. Making they just couldn't capitalize, yeah. Them. But it's still like, bro, they can move the ball, and it's fucking annoying. Ugh, God. But do you know Josh Allen's drinking game? No, I have not heard of this. And I'm glad you brought up football because I want to go into this a little more later. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to talk uh, Thanksgiving and football. But uh, no, I haven't heard of this uh, Josh Allen thing. All right, so I'm going to play this for you. In on a game, hold it in your left hand for me. Okay. Never in your right. Sure. All right, if you're holding your right, and I say Buffalo, you gotta finish. I like that a lot. At any time. Mm-hmm. Well, if you say Buffalo and the person's holding the drink in the right hand, yeah, it's so, an automatic. So if I'm here and you Buffalo me, is this, a, gotta, is this a Buffalo go. Bills thing or is this no, just this a, is an old uh, college game? From really, I thought it was gonna be like when you're watching a game, like take a drink if he gets 50 yards. No, but no, no it's like his it, drinking yeah, game. Yeah, I guess it started in college and. I really like that. It's so funny, but, but you know, yeah, I, I sorry, almost on. exclusively hold my drink in my right hand. Oh, I do. I I try to hold it on my left. I have started trying to hold it in my left. Do you know why? Never drink with your shooting hand. Well, that's cool. I was going to say that's why that's I a, do. That's it. a good. That's a good rule too. No, because when you're inter- when you're drinking, you get introduced to people quite a bit. And I don't want to give them a cold handshake. Oh, okay, yeah. So I want to, and, and also have my hand free. But also don't drink with your shit. Yeah, hand. no, that's a, that's a that's a wild west thing. Yeah, As yeah, if yeah. I'm going to get into a gunfight. But I, I learned that at a, at <laughs> around a here age. you might. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, now there's actually a hat I want to get that says "Never drink with your shooting hand." Probably seen it. I've probably seen that. Yeah. But the reason I don't, I haven't bought it, is because it's a flat brimmed hat, and I don't oh. have the technology to curve it. So I'd have to go to Lids and be like, "Hey, can you bend this rim for me?" Because they have the little steamer, then they fold mm. it. Yeah, no, I hate flat-rimmed hats. I look so fucking stupid. So do I. I don't understand I what so it dumb. is. You, like, curve yours more than the average. I don't do it like the Hicks. There's some Hicks that used to put it in their where, back fucking pocket. Yeah, where it's, like, almost a full circle. Yeah, I don't do that shit. But, yeah, it's a it's a curved dad hat, you know? That's my style. No, I just go with, like, the regular amount. But, yeah, no. Yeah, um, never drink with your shooting hand. Yeah, it's good. I kind of wanted to get a cowboy hat. Yeah, a Stetson or something for like no no fucking reason. Just wanted one. Yeah, those are good. Just to be a poser. I don't know. You should get one. They're fun. Yeah, that's what. I, that's why I want one because I think it's fun. I mean, but but nothing will top, pun intended, the Budweiser. Oh, top the Budweiser hat. hat. Yeah, that's a good. It's the a good Budweiser look. Budweiser top hat that I made myself. Uh, I don't know. You made that yourself. That's very oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I actually I made a Bud Light one first, and I gifted that to my father for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. That's like, really cool. Got to make, got to make a second one so I have one. And it's actually it's made out of the Budweiser uh, American flag uh, box. It's really cool. 
great yeah. for 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's one... Oh, sorry, go on. Uh, real quick story on that. I wore that out New Year's to the bars. Um, after we celebrated New Year at midnight, we went out to the bars, and I wore the hat. I could not tell you how many people were like, oh, let me wear the hat. Like, let me get it. And And this one girl was like, that's mine. And I go, the fuck it is. Like, my blood, sweat, and tears are in this goddamn hat. You're not taking my fucking hat. Harlots, dude. Can't live with them. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back back to the drinking game and the don't drink with your shooting hand thing. I It's also just like, I don't think you should be uh, taking your dominant hand out of commission like that. I agree. Like, and same thing with, like, the shaking hands or if you have to, I don't know, throw a punch. You know what I mean? I don't <laughs> or, know. or uh, you know... Or block a punch Defe- in yeah, my case. Defend yourself, uh, yeah. But, um, your but no, I would actually love to include that into like our outings. Oh, get yeah. get the get the crew into it and see. Uh, like we could definitely get the boys in. On yeah, that, that sure. would be really funny. And then uh, just always being on like the lookout for what's that guy doing? But How's we, he yeah, we drink? should incorporate the don't drink with your shooting hand into like the the code word for that. Yeah. Just say that, like, don't drink with your shooting hand, that's it? Or what do you mean? Shooting. Oh, sh- oh, that's cool. Or, or no, 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 no. Draw. Oh, that's a good one, man. That's and good. then you're like, oh, my, my shooting like, hand. Oh, shit, I can't. Cause then, or you could also just go. Yeah. Pull out the gun. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all we'll do. That's it. it. You just go draw, and you point oh, at God. him. And then you're going to be like, ah, oh, fuck. Shit. I don't know if we should make it finish your drink, though. That's no, no, aggressive. No. Hey, with how we drink? Or uh, the what the things we or drink? Or, like, if we're drinking these? Yeah, no, thank you. That's aggressive. Oh, could you imagine, like, you, you have a just, Negroni? Yeah, no, you just order a Negroni. You're just walking back, and, like, drawing, you're like, draw. You're like, oh, what? <laughs> you're carrying everybody's drinks back to the table. <laughs> hey, man, I love a Negroni, but I could not pound one. No. And I don't want to, no. but I could not do it. I couldn't bring myself to do that. Oh, my God, dude. This might make it too much, but after that drink I had, the uh, I only smoke when I drink, which I think you would love. I have to, I'll, I bet I would. I'll really track it down. We should do it on the pod. Um, I'm interested where we can get some of these tobacco bitters. I think they have them at Randall's. I think Ooh, I saw them, but if not, I'll order them online. But, um, I feel like you can maybe put some tobacco bitters in a Negroni, but then I'm like, is that too much of the smoky, I don't know. Brandon's Negroni. Brandon's Negroni. That's a good one. And then there, there's No, a, no, no. Winston's Negroni. Winston's Negroni would be badass. And then there's also a tequila Negroni or like a mezcal Negroni. Okay. That would also maybe work. Okay. But I like the win, the, the Winston's Negroni. Or, or, I really like Churchill, that. Churchill's, Churchill's Negroni. Negroni. I like that a lot. I like that. Um... So how we got on this whole thing, football. That's how we got on to Josh Allen. Football. Yeah. So uh, for those of you at home that don't know, uh, we've here in the United States, or I guess football is on everywhere, but it's here in the United States. I don't know. I don't know what I was trying to say there. Um, but we have a Thursday uh, Thursday night football games. Or, I know it's Thursday day football games on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I think right now we have three games, but two of them, one of them is always played by uh, Detroit Lions, right. and the other is always played by the Dallas Cowboys. And I thought we could go into the, yeah, I know. Ugh. And like, I mean, I don't love the Lions, but I'm like happy to see them well, doing they're in, well, they're in our division, finally. so I like to watch them. Yeah. But, um, but it's always them, and some people don't know why, so we're going to get into that. So here is uh, the can Wicked. I, uh, can I quickly go into why I don't like watching the Cowboys play? Yeah. 
or the fact that I don't like watching the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, play. yeah. Because we we talked about this today. Um, I mean, I, I just don't, hate the Cowboys. So yeah, I don't know what it is. I just don't like watching the like. I physically don't like watching the Cowboys play. Yeah, even beyond like their fandom and like hating them because it's like the trendy thing. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it their uniforms? I don't like their uniforms, and they always wear their away uniforms. They always wear away at home. Yeah. And. Be, and and then they wear them on the road, obviously. But the reason they don't wear them at home is I don't know if it's Jerry Jones or if it was like the guy before him. But it was like a marketing thing mm. where like so if you're watching them, it's more exciting because you're seeing the other team's colors. So it's like every week, it's more of a variety. But that's like why don't they have blue? That's their home uniform, but they don't wear them. They don't wear them. No. Why? Just, that's why. That's... So for on t- when you're on I, TV, I, I, you see so, the other opponents' so jerseys. I don't know. But I do like how they're... Uh, they occasionally wear the throwbacks, but they, they don't wear their... And I don't like their home jerseys. Mm. Um, I do like how a lot of teams are doing, like, color rush or, like, uh, throwbacks. Look, I maintain the Steelers' color rush is the cleanest uniform in all of sports. Which one's that now? What, what do they wear for that? Uh, I, I have to, I'll have to show you a picture. Right. But it's, like, just black and gold. That's it. Um, I will tell you that before all this like jersey switch up shit like the bears always had one game a year where they'd wear the orange jerseys mm-hmm. i don't mind it i love those orange jerseys they're so clean mm-hmm. okay i gotta find a good picture and i think they had the orange helmets this year which uh to match them and then which was kind of cool oh here here's what they look like okay and all then black it, yeah with the, the and then yellow. and then it's black pants with a yellow oh, stripe on that's the side clean. yeah that's clean yeah, they're my favorite. We saw the Packers, and, and they one do day. the block numbers. Oh yeah, which block, I love. Block number, yeah. We saw the Green Bay's today, and they were all green with a yellow cheesy yeah, I helmet. Don't, I don't know if I'm. I, I don't mind that darker green. The darker green's nice, but I don't like that they have those like green pants. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I also don't like the Packers. I hate the Packers. But and then they have those like bumblebee uniforms that are just funny to watch run around. Does, have you seen the Steelers bumblebee uniforms? No. Oh my god. I love these, but it's like because they're so weird. Yeah. Like it's like a it's like they they're like bumblebee striped and then they just mm. have like this weird block in the middle for their number. Have you seen the the Bears throwback uniforms? It's probably the cleanest throwback uniform there is. It's literally just a dark blue jersey. With a orange number, not outlined, just orange number, and then three stripes on each sleeve. Clean. Yeah, hold on. So you got these, like, prison stripes jerseys, oh. weird tan pants, and then oh, stripes Oh, that's what socks. I was thinking of. I was thinking of those bumblebees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the That's Steelers. the tan pants, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, lo- I love them. I want one so bad. But yeah, so it's like these stripes, but then they just have this, like, random, like, box for where their number is. That's funny. I don't know, man. They were weird in the 30s, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Oh, shoot, I just lost the article I had open. God damn it, piece of fucking... <laughs> get, get out of that fucking... Oh, my God, dude, so... Um, Android Live, no? While, while, I, while I'm loading up this tab, uh, we, me and Danielle were sitting here in the kitchen watching, uh, watching the football game. No, we were in the living room watching the football game, and you were in the kitchen. Gotcha. And we just heard, like, something fall over, and then just, God damn it. <laughs> and it was, you knocked over all the Reese's pieces or something. I know, I know, it's so fucking... She set me up, she trapped me. Oh yeah, no, she she totally did. She like mm-hmm. she had this torn open bag laying there. Yeah, and I went to go it put it away, and it just ripped apart in my hands. Yeah, and and it felt shit like, went everywhere. And then you're like, "Hey, you left this here with the giant thing." Up. She's like, 
oh yeah, I left it there because I wasn't able to like pick it up without it all spilling. Yeah, out. Yeah, she was like, I don't, I didn't know how to do it, so I just <laughs> left it, and I was like, so you trapped me, <laughs> you left a trap for me. I mean, you knew I, I was gonna put that shit away. I mean, I do the same shit. I'd trap you too. Yeah, well, here we are. Oh, I just finished off my little sip of the. Uh, I did that earlier. The Calvados, and, and I is, wish I would have had water on me. <laughs> the and I'm not gonna lie. So I've had this. I've had the Calvados before. Okay. Um, because there was a Halloween party, and I was mixing some cocktails for that. I did the Corpse Survivor number one for the night. We gotta have that on the pod. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanted to do it for Day of the Dead, and um, I can't pretend like we didn't post for a month, but you know. We could talk about that later. Yeah, that that we'll, we'll do that when it's not Thanksgiving. Sure. Um, but n- nothing's wrong. Just things get away from you. Um, but so this is in that. And uh, Corpse Survivor number one, I think Corpse Survivor number two is more popular, and I do think it's a better drink. But uh, the Corpse Survivors are, I think there's three of them, but they're like hangover cures. Oh. So that's how they started. But anyway, that was... We'll, we'll touch on those yeah, yeah. when we get to but them. But so that, those were the, that was the drink I was making, and so that's why I have had this before. Okay. And I didn't love it on its own, so that's why I was like, let's just make this drink. I want to get the bottle out of here, and I don't really want to drink it anymore. Yeah, I get that. But I don't want it just staring at me. Right. Uh... But no, with this vermouth, it is so good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That, that vermouth like makes I it. I really like it. And I'd like to try it in other stuff. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. But I also think that there may be... I think you could also use this as a bit of a digestif. Like, maybe you just... You have a nice steak. Oh, and then just, yeah. Bro, and I'm literally talking like just an ounce of it and yeah. just sip on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah be delicious then have some olive oil carrot cake after that have you had olive oil cake no i've had it i had it for the first time recently it is actually really good what the hell is an olive oil cake? i don't know man but it's like you know how like you don't expect carrot cake to taste good because carrots a vegetable it was similar to that but yeah, i was at this place kind of bullshit but... <laughs> i was at this place near um sorry don't worry everybody i'm gonna get back to the thanksgiving football thing but i gotta tell this little side story yeah don't worry. um but i went to this place it's uh by the botanical garden which all of you should be boycotting by the way because um, you know I, I don't i don't like to kiss and tell but they're the worst yeah but it's such a cool place no no it's not once you've seen how the sausage gets made no although, the people although i the, do talk shit on their japanese garden yeah the the horticulturalists there are great people and it's a shame that they're not properly valued mm. let's put it there just leave it there yeah um but anyway, by the Botanical Garden, there is this place called Union Loafers. I don't know if you've ever been. No. So Northern they, Shoes? Yeah. No, no, no. They, it's like a, a oh, bread. Also, welcome to St. Louis. Yeah. That's living That's <laughs> living in the loo. Living in the loo. From the loo. I, I, I was going to the grocery store earlier, and I was just like walking. I was just like, St. Louis. I don't know. I do that a lot. I'll just be like standing there. I'm like, Missouri. <laughs> you know? No. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Okay. What am I doing here? You know what I mean? What am I Missouri for? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, man. Life's a roller coaster. That's why, that's why you have to love what happens Life to you. Because I was brought here under very strange circumstances. True. And now I have like a whole life here. But I'm just like, yeah. like when I moved to St. The situation I'm in now is not what I was expecting when I moved to St. Louis a year and a half mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, but this Union Loafers place, it's like. They do these, like, cool high-end pizza. Oh. Right? Okay. And then they also have, uh, it's like a bakery, and you can, like, go and pick up loaves of bread. 
And so, and they turned me on to sourdough okay. in a way that I did not appreciate before. Okay. But they had one of their appetizers. It's, it was like literally like burnt toast, right? What the hell? But so it was burnt on the edges, like black. Okay. Then the inside was still like soft and warm, and it like went so well with this olive oil. Interesting. And then it was like, yeah, but so it came out, and then it was with this like meat sauce and meatballs. Ooh. It was so good. Okay, now I get it. And now I'm like, but it was thick sourdough. That's how you, yeah. that's how you're able to burn it and still be good in the middle. Gotcha. And I have been desperately searching for some good thick cut sourdough, and I cannot find it. I've been going to the Soulard Market, which I went to the first time two weeks ago. I'm sorry. You've never been to the market? No, I know. Everyone's been telling me to go, and I was like, nah, I'll think about it. I had no fucking clue. It was so cool. Did you get a Bloody Mary? Brandon. Okay. Of course I did. I was going to tell you to get the fuck out if you didn't when, get Bloody when I was, Mary. When I, was, when I went yesterday, I had two. I was like, well, I tried that place. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got that one Bloody Mary, but this place is also selling Bloody Marys, so... But, just just so everybody knows, uh, the Sealer Market is kind of famous for their Bloody Marys. Yeah. It actually, that's my dad's first Bloody Mary was at that market, and he hadn't had a Bloody Mary in the first 60 years of his life. How do you not even do that on accident? I know. I think, well, and this is what gets me, because he likes tomato soup, then what's he- but doesn't like tomato juice, and was like, I don't think that would be good. And now he won't shut up about it. He's like, every time, he's like... I got. We got to come down, visit you guys, and you know, go to the market and get a Bloody Mary. <laughs> like, I know, man. Oh, I see what it is, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Some behind the scenes of the gym, Thomas is like, I'm doing a ton of research and trial and error on how to make like the Bloody Mary. I want. I want to make the best Bloody Mary. I feel like I've talked about this with you. I've tried to do that, like make my own. Recipe. Oh, and then you just made like I made marinara. marinara. <laughs> I made marinara, like a liquid marinara drink. Yeah, the weirdest shit. No, I know. In my like, my first couple, I was like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, oh, well, you just put these in there, and then you're like, what can I dash in there to yeah. change it up? No pickle um, juice and yeah, you know. no, and exactly. And I'm I'm dabbling, with, I'm, but I want to make the Bloody Mary and bring yes. it to this show, and then have everyone. I want to have everyone I fucking know here yes. to taste it and be like, holy shit, blow them out of the water. Yeah, the Negroni of the Bloody Negroni Marys. of Bloody Marys. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> um, the Ward Aid of Bloody Mary. Yeah, Bloody Mary Ward Aid. That might actually be good. Ward Aid's Bloody Mary. Yeah. But anyway, no, I'm 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 really looking into it. Uh but anyway, but yeah, this Union Loafers place got me onto this sourdough. And so I was at the Soulard Market and there was like regular cut sourdough and then there's like this thick cut of different bread. I'm like, I'll take the thick cut, but I I, I want the goddamn fucking sourdough. But this place has that sourdough, but it's expensive because they like they know it's good. Yeah. But no, this place was really cool. I it was it was a date. And I'm not gonna lie, Brandon. We got a lot of food. We each got a pizza. And we each got an appetizer, okay. and we got dessert. But it was like a hundred bucks. Well, they're artisan pizzas, so they're, I'm assuming they're smaller. I think it's on my Instagram, but it's like you know, okay, maybe a little bit smaller than like the pizza you made the other day when I was here last or last night. Yeah, a little I'm, bit I'm just, smaller. I'm imagining like a personal sized kind of maybe like a twelve inch. Twelve inch. That's pretty. Oh, maybe pretty maybe less. Like an eight inch. Ten. It's not small. Okay. Yeah. Ten then. Tends like a medium. Uh, yeah, but it no, it was like really good. Okay, just everything about it's high quality. And uh, you ever seen the bear? Yeah, you seen the bear? Yeah. Did you watch season two? No, I watched like maybe an episode or uh, two. Okay, then this is gonna be like a reference that like it doesn't yeah. really make sense. But uh, there's like a restaurant in the bear season two where there's like a dude watching out, and he's like, oh, they're doing that. He's like keeping tabs on everything, so okay. that like 
I don't know, but they'll be like, oh, he likes that. I can tell by the way his head tilts to the left. He likes his oh, whatever. No, I don't know. Not really. But uh, it, it's just, but like they're, they're very attentive. They like totally knew what was going on. And like, it was just really well run and like a good experience. And I thought the place was cool. And I went right when they opened. And so me and this other lady, not, not to get like, she got seated and then I was seated. And then like within like 20 minutes of them opening, we were already seated down. It was packed. Holy so, shit. So, like, this is a spot. You know apparently, what I mean? Yeah, apparently it's a spot. But, uh, dude, it was What so day of the week? Bad. I went on a weekend. Okay. That yeah, makes sense. It was so good. I highly, highly recommend it. But, yeah, it's right over in Tower Grove. Okay. If it's you called, guys ever want to do, like, a, a group thing. It's called again? Union Loafers. Union Loafers. And they have some nice cocktails. They had, like, an Asian old-fashioned. What was in it? I, ha- I actually have it on the Jim Thomas uh, Instagram, so let's bring it up. All right. Say if it was, I uh, promise I'm going to talk about football in a second. (laughs) I know that's what you're here for. I was going to say if it was, uh, what was the Szechuan? No, what's the? Oh no, here a paper tiger. Oh, I did not write down what was in it, (laughs) but it was it was like the Japanese whiskey. Okay, okay. And then I think there might have been something sesame in there. Say no, no Chinese liqueur. No, no, no Ming River. Ming River, baby. But uh, no, it was just that today at the store. Yeah, no, and uh, the label was like printed better. I was like a little annoyed. I was like, I have some like bum ass faded one. It's, here's it's, the thing. it's almost like you you gave them more money. Yeah, but here's the thing about that bottle. It's a cool bottle, and I think the label is, cool, is cool. But it yeah. is like printed on the cheapest paper and then just glued to the bottle. You mean it was made in China? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, pretty. So much. it's authentic, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so funny. I had uh, I, had, I had my friend visiting from uh, from out. Of, she was from Toledo, and I had her visiting over the weekend, and I had her like sampling all these different bottles you know yeah. and i had her like try the kachaka and oh. uh, kachaka and, and and all this other stuff and i was like oh and then you got to try this and she's like and she takes a sip and she's like oh, of the ming river and yeah, she goes yeah. oh it, it tastes like gasoline i was like and bananas, bananas right <laughs> it's and healthy she, yeah and she's like oh and i'm like what do you mean oh uh, it's great <laughs> do you not remember <laughs> How much we hated it to begin with. I know we hated it first. We, we hated it so, and then it grew on us. I think we didn't well, like. You know what it was? Is we had it in that drink. I was gonna say that's what it because I think once we had it in that drink, we were like, oh, you could really taste. Yeah, it, it showcased. Because I'm not drinking just <laughs> now, you. But I did. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I like I get it. And sometimes I'll be at home, and I'll just be like whipping up a little. I'll be like, oh, what? You know, I'll, I'll do a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and sometimes yeah, yeah. I'm just like. Fuck it, Ming River tonight, <laughs> and it works really well. If Just you get if you get Ming River, uh-huh. and then do something like a little sweet, and then a little bit of sour, like dude, it's like it's like the like building blocks of any cocktail. Yeah, like an alcoholic smoothie, dude. Some Ming that, River. No, that's not what I'm making. I know, but think about it. Oh yeah, the, I guess that's like kind of like those frozen daiquiris. Just blend some shit up. Yeah, with Ming River. Yeah, but also daiquiris should not be blended. They're meant to be like a cocktail like this. Really? We're going to get to it. Don't worry. Okay, let's go. How do we? How have we not done a daiquiri? I don't know, because cause I feel like we did too many rum ones at once. And then I was like, well, I'll save that down the line. And I'm like, oh, when's a good time? I was like, oh, we're doing this, but then we have the wrong rum, so we'll do this drink instead. We haven't done a hurricane either, have we? No. We were going to do one for... Uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. But then, dude, it's just some of that stuff is hard to find. Also... Like passion fruit syrup? Yeah. Also... 
we were kind of strapped for time on that one. Mm-hmm. We had shit going on. But Gin Fizz was still good. Gin Fizz was good. And I don't, mind, I don't mind pushing some of the classics down the line, but yeah, yeah no, Daiquiri's good. Because we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. We may we'll take just, breaks, we'll but we ain't going We'll just disappear for unannounced nowhere. shit. Don't worry about it. it. You won't even know. Yeah. You won't even know. I know, and then uh, and then I have some ideas for third. We're we're gonna be back rolling, and dude, it was so funny. Me and you last night, we like we were just outside smoking these cigars. Which, by the way, cigars are so fucking good. Love them. Oh god, you were just sitting thinking. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I when I'm like at work, I'm never like I need a drink. Like, I like to have a drink when I get home or sure. like over the weekend. But I'm never like I'm itching for it, or like I've right. never like smoked cigarettes or did any like wild yeah. drugs. But I'm like, I want a cigar right fucking now. You know what I mean? There's but I don't some... think it's like an addiction because I don't go out and buy one. But I'm like, holy shit, it's so good. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, which is kind of boggles the mind that it's you know it's a nicotine tobacco product that is for a lot of people non addictive. You know, as I say, with a stocked humidor. But but I think I also only ever do it like when I'm like hanging out with like you or like having yeah. dude time with one of my yeah. other friends. It's very like any time I have a cigar by yourself. Yeah. When I'm actually like having a cigar, I'm like already having a great time. Yeah. So it's just like, that's like the connection of my brain. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's something about like a nice day. You just light oh, up yeah. a stogie dude. And just sit out there and just enjoy nature. And I'll tell you what, if I do have one of those days and I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out on the back and you know, smoke a cigar. I'm calling people because I want to have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. I do the same shit. So I, I you know, I'm, I, you know, I get about. I just call people with my trash political opinions. You know, <laughs> I'm like, hey, what are these people doing? What's going on here? I get about ten minutes into it. I'm like, you know what? I wonder what so and so is doing. Let's, let's give them a call. Let's see what they're doing. That's one thing I miss during October. What cigars? Oh yeah, yeah, I was like, you what? You missed calling people. You could have called me any time. Missed smoking cigars. Yeah. Oh yeah. October. So uh, Brandon uh, was doing a sober October, and I got him on the Lacroix chain. Yeah. Train. Yeah, we're we're a Lacroix household now. I know. Which I just feel vindicated because the way that some people look at me when they see how much Lacroix I drink in a day, I'm like, you guys just don't get it. Brandon and you don't, Danielle, you don't they get, get it. it. I get it now. I've been here for like, I don't know, I guess like six hours. Holy crap. But uh, we've been throwing them down, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go, we go through packs of these guys. And I'm glad I got you on to some of the less popular flavors. Because Lemoncello and Lemoncello Key Lime. Lemoncello is a sleeper, dude. Yeah. Those are not the most popular. Really? Yeah. They're like people kind of think they're the weird ones. Good. But the people that like them, they're like, no, these, <laughs> these are, the are the ones. ones. I like them. I like them a lot. And by the way recommending throwing in some some gin and some vodka on yeah some of those. no yeah me specifically smart. i like the gin in the key lime and the vodka and the limoncello dangerous i'll throw them down dude yeah that's, that's i'll throw uh, them down they're dangerous um i did also try liquid death liquid death is good i didn't do the regular water i did the sparkling mm-hmm. which was really good and i tried some of their flavors which were meh but like their regular sparkling water is good tried the topo chico uh, mineral water, spicy, dude. Spicy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like hypercarbonated. No, I was like, "What do you mean?" But I'm like, "No, I know what you mean." Yeah, it's it like, bites. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's almost like a cocktail. If yeah. To be honest, you no, know, I love those Topo Chico. Sip on dude. that, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Topo Chico, a little bit of mezcal, squirt of lime. <laughs> Forget about okay, it. Okay, so it's over. 
I uh, I put some lime juice in my my Topo Chico, and I was like, well, I want to mix it up so that it, you know it it's you know limey, upside down, right side up, and I before I could even react, just all over the place. Dude, I I <laughs> did sprayed like champagne on a racetrack. Yeah, out of the bottle. I uh, I don't remember if I did it with Chobo Chico or something else, but like I did it, and it just sprayed and hit me in the face. <laughs> well, and I it still was literally. My... I just I just had to laugh it off. I'm like, I did that to my fucking yeah, self. Yeah, I man. had to do that. I still had my thumb over the top. Well, that's why it got me because it just got out of like the side. It went it went off to the side. It shot across the room. I was you like, can't fuck Jesus. around with Topo Chico, man. Like I said, hypercarbonated. Hypercarbonated. Also, I just said, like, mezcal or tequila and Topo Chico with, like, some lime. As if Topo Chico doesn't do that with their seltzers. Yeah, they I'm do over that here, already. like, inventing something that's already there. I was going to say, like, Topo Chico's vodka or te- tequila drinks are delicious or whatever. Bro, I'm not going to lie. I've been really getting into the tequila seltzers. I got I to, we got to try them on the channel. I feel like they're just... On the YouTube. They have, like, the tequila taste... But I just feel like it feels like cleaner burning energy oh, to okay. me. Like it just like it. I don't know how to describe it, but I just feel like it like clean fuel. Yeah. All right. Doesn't like bog me down. To do them on the channel on the YouTube. Yeah. No. There's a lot we got. Uh, we have a lot in store for the YouTube. God, I still. I'm still. Brand Churchill up. on YouTube. Yep. Baron Churchill. I, I'm still backed up on my. I have two videos I need to edit and release. Oh, hire an editor. What are you doing? No, good. <sighs> I kind of should. Um, I've got the Monster Seltzer one, which those were, I, those are so good I bought them again. Um, and then I have the True, is it Truly? There was like a Truly Citrus Pack or something? I don't know. You were I in it. Like, oh, I don't know. And we left the air on, so you just hear oh, the yeah. air running the whole fucking time. I would like us to try, I'd like us to try the Neutral Cranberries. Okay. Four Hands has their seasonal stouts. Oh, I'm, I'm a big stouty. Um, because remember last year we did the cereal the, beers. The cereals. This year it's like candy bars. Ooh, let's go! Which you I mean, see those buy them? Yeah, well, because last year you got them like Schnooks or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deerberg. Yeah, you know what I was thinking. Uh, uh, what I was thinking about the other day is like I, like I live in a house now, and like Weird. you know what I mean. Yeah, but like. <laughs> Like I, there are times where I was just like, man, I like, I like, I don't want to like go back in time because I was living in this studio apartment, yeah, and I just found because I found the first cheapest place, right? But I was just like, there are times where I miss like, oh, I'm going to my local schnooks, and oh, I'm going yeah. to my little apartment, oh, yeah. I'm going for a walk, like right salad days, yeah, like just when that like, I don't know, I was just by myself, just had a day to waste. Yep, yep. I don't. Do you know what I mean? Like a simpler I, time, hundred percent. Back when I was like, "How the fuck did I spend two hundred dollars on groceries?" I came here for two things. I, I but now I have someone to like wrangle me in. Like, no, Thomas, you only need like two packs of frozen or or, or of ground beef. Like, you don't have to buy like ten and then fill your freezer, and then you don't have room for anything else. You I'm don't like, need oh, the big shit. thing of pizza rolls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I I recall living by myself in an apartment and like killing time at walmart <laughs> yeah 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 that's how i found out about walmart the walmart fashion. don't sleep on the walmart fashion. don't sleep no, but that's exactly fashion. what it is i'm just like because um, i didn't have internet oh shit i have to return my fucking hotspot to the library <laughs> it's like six months overdue God damn it. no but like i didn't have internet for the longest time and i was just like all right i guess i'll go outside 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, when I moved... And I love where I, I... I love, like, my life situation now, but it's just funny being like, I miss when I just didn't have anything to do. Dude, when you move into an apartment and you don't have internet, it's like, what do I do with my hands? I know. <laughs> I don't that's know why, what that's what, do. Dude, that's how I got into reading. I was like, all right, well, I... <laughs> You're like, can't... Guess I have a DVD player. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch a movie or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. is like, I had my Xbox, and I would, uh... Like, I'd have some friends... That they're like, oh, you want to come over and hang out? I'm like, yeah, this might sound weird, but like, can I bring my Xbox over and like just download some games off the internet and there then like yeah. take them back? You know. Anyway, but anyway, Brandon, football, uh, football on, on Thanksgiving. Um, just to stop you again. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I think we need a second drink. It is that time. It is that time. I I, I suck this thing bone dry. You're gonna have to wait on the football content. Welcome to the second drink, everybody. And uh, so what we have today is the, what is this, Brandon? The Apple Blossom Cocktail, equal parts, uh, Calvados, uh, Vermouth Rosso, a couple dashes of bitter, uh, orange bitters, and uh, a giant-ass clear perfect ice cube is uh, what I'm Hell seeing Hell yeah, brother. I have elevated our game, son. I got the clear ice maker. Let's go. It's really, really nice. It's like a two-by-two... Two, uh, clear ice cube i want to get us square i want to get us that thing. little metal thing that you set the ice cube on oh, and yeah, it'll like yeah, melt like the design into it, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. get the gin and thomas logo see you brother yeah um that'd be cool that'd be really cool no but i really like these ice cubes but speaking of gin and thomas um then we can start having events what we can start having events yeah people. all all eight of you listeners can come out true uh, i'll hey if you're in if you're the belgian boy i'll fly you out no i won't uh, uh, but it was funny i was at uh, work you get over to the united states and we'll fly yeah. you for the rest of the way <laughs> yeah, hopefully you land in st louis yeah, no kidding um, <laughs> international airport but my my work is aware that this podcast exists mine is too now oh that's good well i mean i what do you mean how i tell everybody right, me too <laughs> but well so, they they asked like um, cause we started doing these group meetings and stuff and they're like, what's, uh, you know, what's something that you're looking forward to or something like that. And I was just like, you know, getting back into making my content and got a YouTube channel and I'm a special guest on a podcast a lot. And I'm like, wow, this guy's <laughs> bragging about being a special guest. Get your own show. Well, they, so I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm on a podcast and they're like, oh, so how is your podcast? I'm like, it's not my podcast. I'm just a special guest every week. And they're like, that's funny. <laughs> Like, it is funny. At least they get it, because some people are like, what? what? <laughs> uh, but anyway, the people at work, and I, had, and I, was, I went into HR. Not, I was not in trouble. I, like, I was asking the lady a question. And mm. she's like, oh, Thomas, come in. And don't forget to bring in gin, too. And I was like, <laughs> who? What? I was like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> I was like looking around. I'm like, gin? Jim? Gin and Thomas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, uh, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I don't think anybody's watched any of my stuff yet, so that's good. What do you mean? Oh, at work? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no one at my work's watched it, and I, 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 tell I, them, I like, made sure. I made sure to tell them. I was like, "Don't uh, my 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 YouTube stuff's not safe for work, just yeah. just because of my cursing." But like other now, and well, alcohol use. But I was like, "Don't don't watch it at work." <laughs> it's not like you're in the videos, like. Nah, Get I don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> something weird. Engine engineering naked. You know what I mean? <laughs> I heard the bandsaw just flopping around. 
<laughs> You're a madman, dude. I feel like this is better with the ice cube. I like it a lot. Hold on, let me. Hold on, I gotta bring this damn tab back up. Because um, you're supposed to chill the glasses. I did my best, but uh, yeah. I well, think the and then well, we we had awesome. our we had like the the glasses were cold earlier, and then they've been sitting here. Mm-hmm. I've been picking it up, mm-hmm. so it's like, and I can't like we can't like freeze these glasses again. Picking it up with your shooting hand, or oh hell no, left hand only. Draw. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. We really got to get that. We're gonna start group. doing that. I love that. Make a, we can make a reel explaining the rules. Yes. And we can just call the game Never Drink With Your Shooting Hand. Well, uh, we can film it at McGurk's. Yeah. Never Drink With Your Shooting Hand. It's too bad we can't get like a Western like song like that. Bow, yeah. Bow, like every time. And then just... Draw. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny though is I, I often do my like shooting hand with my left hand because, uh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Well, because I do your left hand. Well, no, I'm right-handed, but I do a lot with my left hand. Like I dribble a basketball left-handed. Technically, you should dribble basketball basketball with both hands. Well, no, but if I'm like just standing there bouncing it, I'm like more comfortable with my left hand. That's weird. Yeah, there's other things I do too. I don't remember. All right, let's not talk about. It. No, 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 no. Like there's something like at work, and they're like, "You do that left-handed." I was like, "How else am I supposed to do it?" I don't know. Fucking weirdo, dude. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm certainly not one of those people that was born to be left-handed. I, gotcha. I, I'm not like that. If I was, I'd become ambidextrous real fast. Yeah, being left-handed sucks because then if you're like writing, you get it like smudge your hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like a thousand left-handed people die a year because they're using objects made for right-handed people. Oh, that's fucking wild. Yeah, can you? How like he's like? Oh, sorry, he was using fucking right-handed scissors and he fucking killed himself. What the fuck? <laughs> Like using a, I don't know, but have you ever have you ever tried using like scissors in the wrong hand? They just like don't work. Yeah, I've done that. It's so strange. I've actually kind of trained myself to use my left hand for certain things. That's good. Like my mouse at work. That's weird. The occasional time that I'm using my left hand. Oh, you're move gross. My, move my mouse around. I don't. Huh? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely not. Definitely not. At work? Come on. <laughs> That's why the videos are not safe for work, because you're like, this is why I learned how to use this my is left how hand. I, this is how I learned to use my left hand with my mouth. You're like, I'm too busy engineering with my right hand, so <laughs> I had to use learn how to use the mouse. I don't know, man. Left-handed people are weird. It's down there by you. But anyway, Brandon, before we get to uh, football on Thanksgiving, which I know everyone's dying to know about, uh, we put up your tree. Well, I watched you put up your tree today. Yes. Um, very, very excited about it. I'm not going to lie. I am I don't believe in putting your tree up before Thanksgiving. We I never used to. Oh, until today? I mean, what do you mean? Until I was like I really like having the Christmas decorations up and I only get a fucking less than a month to enjoy them or like a month to enjoy them. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I don't know. It seems a little inconsiderate because we all know that Danielle hates the Christmas season and you're just flaunting it in her face. Technically, she loves the Christmas season. Actually, she hates the Christmas season. Yeah. No, we listened to that video earlier. It was just so funny. She likes everything about Christmas. She doesn't like how it's cold and dark and wet. She's like, I like the happy holidays. I just hate seasonal depression. Right. Exactly. Find your plant room. Exactly. Find your plant room, which I have been doing. Bro, I'm not going to lie, man. I've been reading a lot of philosophy, and I have been finding my plant room. You mean again? Yeah. More? More. But uh, I've been finding my plant room in the most unexpected of places. Inside yourself? Yeah, but, you know, you just 
if you can find peace in the beauty of the world. You know what I mean? Don't let don't let others implicate you in evil. Yeah, you tell them. Yeah, but yeah, man, I don't know. I've I've been reading a lot of. I, but you know, you you know, I love Marcus Aurelius. I've been reading uh, more Seneca lately, and this is what I want to say this about Seneca, and this is just hilarious to me. On like the cover of uh, the Penguin's Classics uh, Letters from a Stoic by Seneca. It's like a carving of some, like, grub, disheveled, like, sunken face, thin dude. And that's because uh, in his, like, writings and in his letters, he says, like, oh, I'm a decrepit old man these days. I, you know, like, and he, he just makes himself sound so sad and grubby. But in real life, he was just, like, a well-kept pudgy man. Like, oh. the, like it, he was, I don't know, he's, he's a bit controversial in the philosopher space but it's just funny like how he describes himself and how he actually was is just really hilarious to me Mm. but i've been reading this different book called four thousand weeks why is it called four thousand weeks because that is the average lifespan of a person of a human yeah gets to about like 80 years or something like that Hmm. but it is fascinating it's almost like an anti-productivity book it's like all these people are like oh do the rise and grind it's all about making that money and the book's like Mm, miss me with that bull jive it's literally it's literally but like hey man you're only like here for a certain amount of time don't waste your time like 80 years isn't that long yeah and he's like don't waste all this time grinding out a bunch of shit you don't want to do right like before you know you're dead it's like all that time you spent working so that you could retire it's like what if you did something that you found fulfilling right and you went on like mini vacations or enjoy whatever. your time on this planet yeah and you don't of, you don't need to be a millionaire with the ball and yeah. car kind of thing. and it's like what if instead of working <laughs> you hung out with your friends and like we're happy and it's kind of yeah. self-help kind of psychology but it's really just like like I originally got it because I'm writing a I'm gonna write a paper about like the importance of accepting our death. Okay. And like and like understanding that we are mortal and how that like understanding that will allow us to truly live our lives. Right. Hold on. Hold on. It's self help. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh shit, that's right. <laughs> Because I can't get rid of the tag, so I have to bring it back. Jesus, I wonder um, why we're labeled as self help. But um yeah, no, it's it's really, really cool, but I, I got it because I was, I'm writing this paper on death for one of my classes, and I just wanted to cite, like, a couple of lines from it, but being like, I got it from a book of 4,000 weeks, you know? Sure. But I'm, like, reading, and, like, every couple of pages, I'm, like, highlighting and be like, wow, am I going to fit this? Like, I, I can't put it all on my paper because yeah. I've taken too much. Right. I am, like, only halfway through, and I have, like, notes, annotations, highlights, underlines, tabs on every single page, That's dude. great. It is so good. And maybe it just, like, is speaking to me at the right time in my life. Yeah. But I love it. I love that for It you. is so good. I highly recommend it. Or I end on Audible. Yeah. Well, and on Audible, it is read by the author for you know anyone that's hear. interested. <laughs> yeah. No, for real, though, Audible, like, if it's fiction, I, I like a, a professional voice actor kind of thing. Like, Project Hail Mary is great, um, which I'm looking forward to that coming out in a couple of years as a movie. But... If it's like a nonfiction book, when it's read by the, the author, author yeah, yeah. I feel like I get so much well, from yeah. that. Well, yeah, and their inflection and the way that, yeah. Well, and they're telling their information like the way they want it to be told to you. And, and of a lot course. of times these people are funny. Yeah. Like, I, it's just weird to me that like someone that writes a book is like cracking jokes like in their writing. Yeah. And I'm like, I knew that was a joke, but like, when I hear you how hear you it, say yeah, it, yeah. it is funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I really like. But I was just talking to Danielle while we were waiting for our drinks. I really want to read that. Uh, I'm glad my mom died. Book by uh, yeah, Jenna yeah. McCurdy. I've heard it's too. amazing. Yeah, 
uh, genuinely. But it's more than just a relationship with her and her mother. It goes a lot into like her acting and right. things like that. But it's, I don't know. By it's the way, very, uh, Audible, child, being a child actor is very weird. Audible, we are open for sponsors. Yeah, I do. love Audible. Like, for real? Text, text 500-500, code word, gin. No. 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 <laughs> it won't do anything, no. but that will be the code in, like, 30 years when they decide uh, to... Don't put that out there. <laughs> sip of brandy. No. Sip of brandy. Um, no, yeah, so I love I love books, man. And I've been getting into micro-histories. I have a book about salt, and then there's... Which I, I kind of put that down. I was getting a little bored with it, but I'm, I'm like, I'm yeah, itching because it's salt. It's so fascinating, though, dude. <laughs> Like I'm convinced, like, like I don't know, like I don't, I don't. I was gonna say humans wouldn't be alive without salt, but that's true because we need it to eat. But like, it is amazing. Yeah. Like everything goes back to salt. Yeah. But then if you go, it, you know, if you wrote a book about anything, you could say everything goes back to anything. But there's another book. I don't really eat coffee or <laughs> eat coffee. Eat I don't coffee. drink coffee. What the but fuck? there's a book about coffee. There's a book about uh, you know that brand of banana chiquita or whatever. No. It's. I don't like bananas. Oh, oh well. Anyway, there's like this. Bra- and, like, I don't know the whole story, but they like. But I do like. But there's like a micro history on it, and they like, like ruined a government, or they took over a government. Banana Republic. Something in there, kind of. It's like there's is like it, a whole. What, what is it? It's that's something, the clothing something store. Something to do it. No. It's a no. Yeah, but no. It's a, no, shit. but it's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, Banana Republic. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, agriculture history is so fascinating. And I have a book about tea, but I'm getting into that and. I don't know. My thing is, like, I'm, I'm always reading a little bit out of a lot of different books. You know what I mean? As you probably should. Yeah, I've been reading this one book for a while. Uh, it's I, we, We've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's it's called, like, The the Creative Act, A Way of Being. And it's mm. just this book on how to... It's so funny because, like, nothing in the book is, like, life-changing. Yeah. But... It's like things that's like, well, I could have figured that out, I guess, if I stopped and thought about it. But these aren't things you would stop and think about. Mm-hmm. But it's a book about like, it's like telling you to allow yourself to be creative in the, yeah. these really interesting ways. And again, like the book isn't teaching me a new skill, I don't think. But I'm like, Just wow, yeah, awareness. I should uh, see or hear music in the winds through the tree like you know what yeah. i mean like it's like it's like take everything in from everything and, mm-hmm. and it is just and it, it's really cool it was really good i, I really enjoy it and uh, i'm only halfway through i'd okay. love to do a deep dive into it when we're when i'm done with it but same thing i don't know i'm like halfway through a lot of books yeah but same <laughs> you're halfway through one book uh two. Oh, look at you um, green lights by matthew mcconaughey uh Yes, bitch. I started that. Come you know, on, uh, you know, I love my my Ryan Holiday, but I I like his books, but I love his podcast. Yeah, he has a bookstore, huh? He has a bookstore. Yeah, I want to go to it. Is it Austin? Yeah, it's like it's like in a suburb outside of Austin. Oh, um, the Austin metropolitan area. Uh, but I, I do desperately want to go. Um, but I just like I need I need more than one reason to go to Austin. The comedy store. And uh, my favorite, I mean. one of my favorite bands, the Black Pumas, is based in Austin. So maybe I could find a, I can go to the comedy store. What'd you say it's called? The Mothership. I can go to the Mothership. I can see the Black Pumas and go to the Painted Porch. And there's a lot of good food there too. Yeah, but anyway, uh, his podcast is like the main thing. So he, he, so it's called the Daily Stoic. And then every day he'll do like a little fifteen minute, like, hey guys, think about this. 
But like once a week, he does these like really cool deep dive interviews. He's had Tom Segura on. He's yeah, had his yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and had, he's been on uh, Two Bears. Yeah, and he had like Arnold Schwarzenegger on, which oh. was fascinating. I bet it was. It was so interesting, and like you know that like Austria is a little weird because of the whole Nazi thing, right? But. Y- I am surprised on how progressive he is after out of after coming out of that environment. Like after yeah. he tells it, I'm like, yeah. bro, how? Like, even if you're not a bad person, if you're like raised by racists, you're probably right. going to be a racist. He didn't meet a black person until he was 19. Yeah, and exactly. it's just like that's weird in right. a country full of like Nazis. And he under and he tells this story about how like he's like, yeah, you know, a bunch of people like hate like hated Jewish people, and like he's like, I never really. I didn't like, I knew it was wrong to hate him, but I didn't really think about it too much. And he's like, and then I met this Jewish guy who like changed my life by like helping me get into sports. And I was like, why would anyone want to kill you guys? That's, that's terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he talks about like, be, like from when, how he went from like being an actor into like being a governor and how he was able to get like good roles instead of just being some weird like character actor. It was so good and fascinating. I, I, I forget who it was, but I think it was it was a somebody on Two Bears One Cave. They had a guest bear, and the guy was like, "Yeah, I I tried to give him a bunch of advice." Arnold Schwarzenegger tried to give him a bunch of advice, like, "Hey, man, ditch that last name." No that one might have been Mark Hamill. <laughs> oh, it might have been. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was on uh, Bert's cooking show. He's like, "Ditch that last name, man." Like, no, no, can... no one can say that. <laughs> Not think, not yeah, knowing no, that but he come, like he like stayed true to himself. Yeah, you know? not knowing he and then he's like lose the accent and the last name and you'll be like a great movie star. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that he was going to be like the biggest action star in I the know. world. But yeah, but uh, he he interviews a lot of like military people, which is interesting. Like I'm not like pro war, but it's like listening, really cool listening to like listening to military people on podcasts is fascinating. There, it's fascinating they're just different people um i'm in the middle of the podcast right now but rogan has mike baker on a lot mm-hmm. he's uh i think he's out of the cia he's he's ex-cia he always says um or I, I don't i think is it rogan always asks him he's like are you are you you out of the cia he goes i, I can't tell you that it's <laughs> <laughs> funny shit but well and granted he's he's talking uh ryan holiday's like interviewing like high up people or like the children of these people Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. historians but like it's really interesting like they are really smart and they like know all this insane history and ryan holiday Mm -hmm, really mm -hmm. likes the civil war well Mm -hmm. he doesn't like it he likes learning about it but they do the things like they just talk about like ulysses s grant which has gotten me into ulysses s grant but like they just talk about all these wild things and like there's just well being from illinois i know all about (laughs) yeah well i mean in arizona i learned a little bit about the civil war but i didn't learn like a ton. Well, I feel like but was... Missouri has a very complicated history in yeah. it. And I've learned about Missouri from them. Uh-huh. And I don't know. And it's just, it's just so cool. Well, I love it. I feel like there was like four years in a row that we went to like the Lincoln museum in yeah. Springfield, you know? And like one year we went to like where he grew up and shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, that uh, all the time, but I, I just love learning about it. And like, and there's like, it being about like the war of, uh, over it's like over slavery and states rights but like it's like how do we get to this point and then there's like other layers to it and how um not to like sound like trump but it's like oh there's good people on both sides but it's like it's like how do normal people get wrapped up in fighting yeah. for the wrong oh, side yeah. 
And that's really interesting because some of these people are just like, they're not bad, but they're like just raised in these bad environments. And it's just like, if you were just born in a different state, you would have been a good guy. Uh, Funny that you say that. Uh, I've recently been watching The Boys. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the scene where that it shows like that, that that guy is just like listening to that, that stuff nonstop. And then he goes and shoots the clerk. And he gets radicalized. Yeah. 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 It's just like he's a normal dude just doing his thing. And then one day he just goes in and shoots a clerk. Well, and what's crazy, too, is that was like a short scene. Yeah. But it really opens your eyes on how easily someone can be radicalized. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you're like, yeah, I I get it. Like, I don't fall for some of that stuff. But it like if you're hearing it nonstop. It's yeah. almost like brainwashing, you know? Yeah. And like, and, and that's one of the big downfalls of social media is like. They Echo put chambers. that in front of you, like they Echo put, chambers. like they put it in front of you because they know you'll engage with it. Hundred percent. Anyway, Ryan Holiday's podcast is really good, and I've been reading a lot of. Uh, I've read a, a, a good amount of Ryan Holiday, but he's he's a good stepping stone into Stoic philosophy. Like he's good for someone getting into it, and I'm not saying I'm above that, <laughs> but I'm just saying like I've read a lot of his stuff, and now I'm like getting a little more into the source but i'm not at the level of like doing some of these like deep cuts and like some of these people that have like really deep dived into it but no his podcast is great and a lot of a lot of his interviews he does bring it back to stoic philosophy yeah but that's not like what it's about like he'll just talk about like again like just the civil war but uh and then he talks about he has like comedians on there and it's really cool and Mm -hmm. really interesting it's a really good podcast. I highly recommend it. And like he had, oh, Green Lights with Matthew McConaughey. He yeah. had Matthew McConaughey on there, and he was talking That's about an interesting dude. Yeah, he's weird. He is out there, but uh, but I'm into but it. But now, now I'm interested in reading his book when I when I have the time. But hearing him, well, talk, I will lend it to you. <laughs> well, it might not be for a while, and it'll take me a while to read it. But he's been on that podcast for like a few times, uh-huh. and he is a character. Oh yeah. Mr. I'm going to go off into the desert to write this book. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, back to but, our oh, ambiance. Also, real now. quick, real quick. He also had Dwight from The Office on Yeah, there. yeah, that guy's and crazy. that was fascinating. Yeah, I've listened to him here and there, and yeah, he's like, he's got a comics mind, and then he was doing some weird shit at one point, and that guy's very interesting. But then he's also like really educated in these like weird oh, yeah. things that I oh, wouldn't yeah. have thought of. Yep. I don't know. Very thoughtful. Anyway. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Because I have set the Thanksgiving table for you today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our ambiance today, we have a nice... I know we kind of started talking about it because of the Christmas tree, but... Yeah, but uh, our ambiance today is a nice uh, a fall evening, a nice full Thanksgiving feast. Dude, you know, I a might... A roaring fire. This might be the move this year. I might, I might need a... I might get a bottle of wine for Thanksgiving dinner. Like as a gift? No, like to drink with Thanksgiving dinner. No, but I mean, like you bring move? it to dinner and be yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I brought us a bottle of wine. Well, actually... Um, or are you going to be like, this is actually only mine. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Well, I would bring the bottle of wine for myself, but um, no. So, I don't know if we talked about what we're doing this year, but Danielle and I are going to her aunt's for Thanksgiving, and I think our contribution to dinner was going to be making the drinks. She's got a couple of uh, drinks that she made last year for Friendsgiving that I think we're going to make for everyone. But I might just get the bottle of wine for myself. Do you want to know what the the, the move is? These? <laughs> yeah. Apple balls? No. Um, a nice glass of port wine 
as a digestive. So like after yeah. food and dinner and maybe even dessert is done, cool down just a little bit of a port wine. I've been getting into I told you this earlier. The sound of ice hitting a glass. Yeah. I told you this earlier, man. I'm getting to the aperitifs and digestifs. Yeah, I know. But anyway, we've been going on for a while. But before we actually close the <laughs> evening out, I do want to talk about the NFL. And yeah, Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving special. We we quickly turned this into a regular podcast, but it is still the Thanksgiving holiday special. That's right. Um, so anyway, uh, so like I was saying earlier, the, the Cowboys and the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. And now there's a third game that doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, it's just anybody. <laughs> um, so a little bit of the history of it is so. Um, this is from Wikipedia. Since since it's ex- it, ah, since in God damn it, hold on. Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Since it's uh, inception. Why it's a since it's that's getting me. Since its inception. Since its inception in 1920, the National Football League (NFL). Has played games on Thanksgiving Day, patterned upon the historic playing of college football games on and around the holiday. The NFL's Thanksgiving games have traditionally included one game hosted by the Detroit Lions since 1934 and one game hosted by the Dallas Cowboys in 1966, with two exceptions in 1975 and 1977. Since 2006, a third primetime game has also been played on Thanksgiving. Unlike the afternoon games, this this game has no fixed team. Well, so for the Lions, at least, it started as just kind of like a thing to attract some fans. Like the owner was like, hey, guys, you know, we're going we're gonna to play on Thanksgiving. And that like bolstered some fans. And that was back since like 1934. And like that has just kind of become a tradition. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Same thing with the Cowboys. It, it was like it was like around the time of the merger. Right. And they were trying to just get everything sorted out. I don't know the full story and I can't find a good article that is like short and sweet. I should have done some research. I'm sorry. So they were like, Hey, uh, you know, we, we want someone to play on Thanksgiving. Like we have the lines doing this thing, but we want more than one game. Cause we're going to have a lot of eyes on TV. And so then the Dallas Cowboys owner, and they were said like, okay, but if you like agree to this, we, we like, we want you to do it all the time or, or they, because they agreed to it, they're like, Hey, we'll just let you have this. Mm-hmm. And then that's just how it's been since 1966. Gotcha. I know it's a more exciting history, but we got a little sidetracked with literally everything else. And I forgot my actual notebook today. That's why I'm walking around with this little field notes thing. It's fine. I had most of this shit written down. Well, you know what? They got quite a bit of extra yeah. time Yeah, here you today. guys got enough, I hope. Unless I just like cut half of it and just be like, I hate you. But anyway, Brandon, I think a way that we could close this out is like... What are you thankful for outside of the generic friends, family? I mean, it could be, it doesn't even have to be like something super meaningful, but what's something that's like maybe you don't stop and think about very often? I am actually really thankful for the close friends that I have. I mean, mm. I know, I know friends is like a generic, yeah. but this, this, uh, by this, but I like, mean you're talking about like a different level here. This is the the close friends that I've had deep conversations with that we've shared a drink, you know, sharing a drink with friends, sharing a cigar, Just having a cigar together. You know, we we talk about life. We you know we we get we get deep. You know, we we talk about problems. Just just those close friends that are just like solid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not going anywhere. Always going to be there always can count on like thankful for those solid friends yeah. you know what i mean and the, the people you can like 
have not not adult in the sense of risque but like conversations that like only like adults would understand yeah and like being i i don't, don't want to say like open and vulnerable but being like you're able to like kind of like be honest about yeah. a situation you're in yeah and like just be like yeah it's being vulnerable yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. so you i can, know what you mean those close friends that you can be vulnerable with yeah and you know yeah have those adult conversations and you know it, it doesn't even have to be advice you're not mm-hmm. even getting advice it's just talking about it yeah absolutely man i really appreciate those people and you know who you are it's not you, boy. it's not you tom no oh, i'm sorry <laughs> okay. no um that's a great one obviously i'm grateful for that as well uh but the what i think i'm gonna say is i think i'm gonna be appreciated or i'm gonna be thankful for like I, I, this might sound like weird, but like I'm kind of thankful for the people that are just like outright jackasses because that tells you you're in the wrong place. Kind of like the opposite of like the deep friend. Like if you're in an environment being like, I shouldn't be around this. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not like being manipulated, but like I need to get out of this situation. And that's helped me find better situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of that amor fati, like love, love, fate, love, even the bad things where it's like, this certain things really sucked at the time. Yeah. But that has led me to getting somewhere else. Have you found that like you can kind of read people better? Like just as a person I, I, or like as, as, certain you've, thing? as you've gotten older. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. As you've like encountered certain people, you're like, you can kind of look out for that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's just getting older because like, I find that a lot of people our age naive. Yeah. Are naive yeah. and like, can't read it. So, I don't like, know. Yeah, if, like, what are you doing? I don't know if it's because I try to be mm. more thoughtful and insightful, but yeah, I'm finding that I'm getting better at it. But I think a lot of it too, and because there's like dirtbag manipulative people. Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm also finding that a lot of people our age are just so wildly immature too, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like I can dissect their problem coming down to like a lot of immaturity yeah yeah and and i saw this thing i don't know what it's from but it's like life makes a lot more sense when you realize that everyone is in a decade old argument with people that aren't there yeah and there are people like that i've worked with that i've just known and i'm like they'll say something to me or act a certain way in a situation i'm like bro you need to stop caring what your mom thinks you know what i mean or like you know and i have one coworker that's a fucking just i don't even know how to describe it i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah but it's just like this is obviously not about me or the job. Like you're, yeah. you're holding on to something. Yeah. But like, I, I don't even know how to like say that to you. Right. Like yeah. how would you? Would yeah. You? But yeah. No, but then there is reading people about like, so there's understanding like, well, like that's your own thing or yeah. Damn. I really did fuck that up. You know what I mean? But Take then there is always like reading people of seeing what's below the surface on someone mm-hmm. of seeing how they're acting like what's actually going on here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've gotten better at it and you meet more people and then you see how things play out and you see patterns of behavior, but you, you, it's, it's more fun and easier to be naive, but you can't do it anymore. You know what also it is, is uh being introspective. Yeah. No, you gotta, you gotta take well, a look at yourself. Am, why am I acting this way? Why do I feel this and way? You really gotta be and like, then you can go, why do they feel that way? Why are they acting yeah, that you, way? And, and some of it is, is like, even if you weren't wrong, understand what you did to make them feel that way. Even if you're yeah. right, make you them can think be like, you're wrong. Or I understand how you wrong. got yeah. there, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, man. But you have to be able to look in the mirror and be like, I'm the, I'm actually being a jackass right now. Yeah. 
I I'm honestly lucky they didn't like punch me in the face. A hundred percent. And there are times where wow, I really didn't deserve to get punched in the face that one time. You know who you are by that one person, bro. There's there's more layers to it now. It got deeper. Oh, it's a Jesus. whole thing. But uh, talk about this off the pod. Yeah, but no, it's uh, stuff. But yeah, no. This is why we're self help. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn it. We you, always bring it back to self help. You have to listen to the hour of like nonsense rambling, and then we'll give you something to think about. But um, but anyway, I think what you said is really nice, and like, and that's something that people miss when they talk about being thankful yeah they're like oh my friends and family it's like it's yes, one thing to pal around but, but um dive into it yeah get deeper with it and also like some people are say they're thankful for their family and don't even necessarily have close relationships with yeah, their family or don't mean it yeah. and a lot of people don't have those deepest relationships with their friends mm-hmm. and it can be hard and scary to be vulnerable with people at least especially for the first time just to even if you know someone's not going to judge you, it might still be hard to be like, uh, I'm worried about this or uh, I'm in this situation that I don't like. Yeah. And again, not even asking for advice, but just to talk about. Um, just talk through it. Yeah, that's I th- – and I have found that friends want to be there for you. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And I like being there for other friends. And I'm like – Same. And, I, and I, I, I told you about this in person. I was hanging out with my friend from out of town, and she, like, met everybody. Mm-hmm. See what, and uh, yeah, she was visiting from Toledo, and then we were walking back. And I was like, "Oh yeah, like these are all my friends." I was like, "I was like, yeah." And then I had Brandon. And I was like, "I feel like I need to be nicer to Brandon." I was like, "I'm not like mean to him, but I feel like I want I I want to put more into that friendship." Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like your friends want to be your friend. Yeah. Of and like really meaningful relationships, like um, you want to like contribute to each other's lives. Yeah. You want to be there. You want to be doing the football Sundays. Football you want to be Sundays. out smoking a stick. You want to talk about whatever, like, you know, and then not, not even like exclusive. If anyone in our little circle wanted to come to me about something, I'd be like, yeah, please. Even here, the ones I'm, I'm not even, it. not even, not even the ones I'm like super close with. I'd be like, yeah, dude, yeah, of course I would, I would like to build our friendship. What's going on? Yeah. Tell me about it. So, Let's, let's, let's talk through it. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Be thankful for your friends, but also be a friend that someone else is thankful for. I like that. There is a book. Let me let me I find the title. Hold on. Dogs. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I know it exists. I have it. Um, hold on. Wait, no. Okay. So I haven't read it, um, but uh, a little bit of a mixed bag. Some people love it, and then some people are like, yeah, whatever. But it's called The Art of Showing Up, How to Be There for Yourself Ooh. and Other People. Oh. And, um, I like that. You know, and I again, I haven't read it, but I like, I like like the idea of that. But it's a book saying, like, hey, this is, like, when it's appropriate to do whatever. But it's just, like, you know, showing up for people and being there, it is something that you kind of, like, have to do. I don't think it happens passively. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make those efforts in those conversations. Yeah, and I should do a better effort of doing that, too. I mean, well, at least for me, you've always been there in any, every meaningful way. You got it, buddy. Um, yeah, and the same thing with, with you and with Danielle. Never feel like a, there's nothing I can't say. So You're going to be there on the big day, son. I, I better be, unless something tragic I already happens. That, I already gave you the thing. I know. Well, unless Danielle's like, I'm sick of this motherfucker, and she poisons my cocktail next time. <laughs> but then I actually took my poison antidote. So nice try, Danielle. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, no, I don't want to just keep repeating myself on saying be a good friend, but I feel like that's a good thing to leave it off on this yeah, episode. I like it. All right. Brandon, where can they find you? 
uh, at Brandon Churchill on YouTube, Brandon underscore Churchill underscore 95 on Instagram, uh, Brandon Churchill without the U and Churchill on Twitter, and find me in the streets. All right. I remember that. <laughs> you know, it's second nature. It uh, as for me, you can find me on Instagram at Bad Boy of Botany and Captain Cool Kid, but that is C A P T Cool Kid. There you go. Finish it off. No, finish it All off. Right. Stay in the pod. Um, but then, as for the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Jen and Thomas Podcast. And I believe on YouTube, we are Jen and Thomas Pod. Um, but yeah, you know, me and Brandon, we uh, we do plenty of stuff together on his YouTube channel. Beer reviews, comparing things. So Sounds we do reviews. a lot of that. Yeah. It's a really good time, a lot of fun over there. And there's there's a there's a cast of characters. Cast of characters. On the YouTube for sure. channel. For sure. Here on the pod, it's, it's, uh, it's usually just me and Brandon. We have the occasional co host. But, uh, you you get a little more you get a little more uh, action on the YouTube, but I don't know, Brandon. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, definitely go it? check out the Instagram yeah. for the podcast. Uh, he's been doing the uh, out and about drink reviews. Yeah, that, and that's something I, I've started doing too. Thank I you like for reminding those. me. I like I, those. Uh, yeah. If I get a cocktail at a bar, I'm not going to review a gin and tonic at a bar. No, of course but not. But so if I if I see something like interesting or something I really like, I'll throw up a review of it. I'll tell you what's in it, tell you what I think, what it is, and where it's from. I might do that, too. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, throw them up. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, you know how we like to close it out here, everybody. Be safe, be kind, and good night. Don't drink and drive. Don't oh, yeah. Drink. oh, yeah, don't drink and drive. Don't drink, drink and, and con a boat. boat. Um, don't drink and operate any machinery. Sorry, you know, uh, it's been don't a while. Don't drink and scoot. Don't drink and scoot. <laughs> um, at least wear a helmet. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> be safe, try, try. be kind, and good night. Peace.